Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's time to count down the best wrestling matches of 2023. I am Luco in DAD. I'm joined by Tempest and I'm joined by Pete. And we're going to be counting down the best wrestling matches of 2023 as voted for by us, as voted for by resttalk.com writers, as voted for by our Patreon backers, as voted for by our moderating team and the extended WrestleTalk of Parts Fun Known family in a very simple system. <laughs> I understand the system. Yeah, you do, but you also understand the Continental Classic, and there are some people that don't. That's very fair. But here is how it works. I send a form out to everyone, and they give me their five answers. For instance, in this category, the best wrestling match of the year. Their top pick gets five points, their second pick gets four points, I total all of those up, and that gives us a really good list. A very well-rounded list of the best matches of 2023. I'm assuming you've all got predictions as to what might be on this list. Yep. When we did the best wrestlers one, there was mm -hmm. a kind of like a, yeah, I'm pretty confident in what I think mm -hmm. it is. Uh, I won't ask you for your predictions, though. Mm -hmm. But you have an idea of what you think it might be? Absolutely. Yeah. How did you find filling out the form? This one was real tricky. Um, because I think there's been so much great wrestling this year. And I think we might get some varied answers based on people's tastes because there'll just be stuff that, you know, might be from smaller promotions or stuff that people don't watch as regularly that's actually, like, incredible that some people might not have seen that people really want to include on here. Uh, but there might be some where you go, well, yeah, that makes sense yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. checks out. Yeah. So yeah. I think we might get a varied list here. I, I think the the list itself will be very varied. Very varied, in fact. Very, very, very varied. Very varied. Very varied. Yeah. I think my list, my top five that I submitted for this set list, I think I kind of was set in my ways a little bit with my choices. I think there have been a ridiculous amount of unbelievable wrestling matches in 2023. We are in the work rate era. I hope you like Will Ospreay's name, because I sure do. That being said... I did the research for my every five-star match list after submitting my votes, 
And had I done that the other way around, it probably would have impacted my choices a little bit. Maybe not a ton, because I still think the best of the best this year, I think I've got them in there. But there are some really, really good wrestling matches and companies that maybe aren't going to get as many votes. And I'll be very interested to see if any of them sneak in there. I would say, going across this, there was a tight race for the top four. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, actually, I'm looking at what came fourth. At one point, that was first and has um, slipped down to fourth. But yeah, I'd say the top four have been sort of vying for the number one position throughout. And then the rest of it has just been interchanging where they are in the top 10. Mm. However, some of them have jumped up from like, didn't get a lot of votes early doors, but got a lot, like, lot of votes late and have jumped up. So we'll go through the matches that just missed out mm-hmm. uh, on this. In at number 15 was Will Ospreay versus Mike Bailey from Impact mm. Wrestling's Bound for Glory. The yep. best match in Impact history. It's the best TNA match ever. I I was blown away. And this has come, come from the guy that voted for Mike Bailey as the best wrestler of the year last year. You certainly mm-hmm. did. These are two of the best wrestlers in the world. I If more people were watching Impact, this would have been in the top. top 100% right. Mike. Absolutely, yeah. Because I got six nominations. And that's across, sorry, six points across two nominations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of which was top level. Yeah. Because yep. that was like, that's the best match I've seen all mm-hmm. year. And then remarkably... We've got a three-way tie for 12th place, all of them scoring seven points um, across three nominations each as well, which was Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest, Mm -hmm. Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn from Elimination Chamber, and the Bloodlines versus the Usos from Money in the Bank. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. All of them got three noms. All of them got seven points. Wow. I think I might have had... I might have had Bloodline Usos on my one of my nominations, I think. Because yeah. that, that moment of Jay Pin and Roman, man, and, and like the environment at the watch party and that That's moment it, yeah. of just being like, oh my God, like really elevated that match for me. The one that stands out to me of those, honestly, is Bad Bunny and Damian Priest, yeah. where it's a very different styled match to what I'm about to compare it to, but it almost felt like this was the jackass Sami Zayn yeah. match of a year ago, where this isn't your five-star classic technical wrestling match or anything like that but this is sports entertainment done at its highest at its highest level where you get the run-ins you get a very well-produced com not comedy but a a uh uh, what's the word i'm looking for celebrity starting with a c Yeah. yeah yeah a celebrity wrestling match with loads of returns and lots of fun one of the greatest wrestling crowds of the entire year helping to add that it was a great match, yeah, but not surprised it missed out on the top ten. Yeah, but I, think, I so. think I'm also not surprised that it got the votes that it did. That's mm-hmm. where I sit with this. I like yeah. this is firmly in top fifteen. Yeah, it's not it's not in top ten, but it is a a certifiable top fifteen match. Yeah, if only for the entrances alone, mm-hmm. like particularly They're Bad great. Bunny's entrance. Yeah, and technically at number 11 although it did tie with 10th place mm. but uh the match that is going into 10th did get a top level nomination so that is our official mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. 10th match but the men's royal rumble did score nine points across four nominations yeah man that i i love the men's rumble match from this year i i think it's one of our like i think it's a common thing at this point one of our favorite things is having the mini match yep. at yes. the end and getting that with cody and gunther was so good the iron man performance yeah so so good yeah cool. elevating gunther elevating cody made everybody look good coming the out of it. logan ricochet mm-hmm. the only ma- the spot they did that went viral yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. but this year by accident by accident yeah. this time yeah But it does mean at number 10, also with nine points across two nominations, one of which was top level, 
Brian Danielson versus Ricky Starks from AEW All Out. Interesting. A match that wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. This is supposed to be Punk. Yeah. And then Punk got fired the day before, and mm-hmm. Brian Danielson stepped in at the last minute. And it almost felt like Danielson came out, obviously came out to the um, uh, the final countdown and mm-hmm. stuff. And it really felt like an AEW make-do of like, guys, I'm sorry, I fired your Chicago boy. But here's Brian Danielson, the best wrestler on the planet, <laughs> yeah. and I've got the final countdown again. Mm-hmm. So, soz, but yeah. here's going to be a great match. And Danielson went out there and just had this killer match mm-hmm. with Starks. And then they went on to have a series of great matches on Collision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is another example to me where there were so many five-star matches this year that there are going to be some that don't get left, that get left off this list. There are going to be some that get included. This is one where I was like, I don't know if it's going to get the, the votes to get on there. But again, if you said that it is, it's a fantastic match. Ricky Starks went into this so motivated, clearly very frustrated with what was going on. Didn't get his big blow off match for yep. his rivalry of the summer. And took that out on poor Brian Danielson. He strapped that poor lad over and over and over again. Danielson's coming back from the broken arm. He's bleeding like a stuck pig in this match. It is so good. Mm -hmm. And until this year, you could make the argument that Brian Danielson hadn't had his classic AEW pay-per-view match. And I think there's another one that we'll hear about in a little while. But he was just on a tear on pay-per-view this year in AEW, and this is one of his best matches. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Uh, I mean, I don't have anything more to add to that, except for it was rad when the final countdown came out, because everyone was feeling a little bit like down with all the punk stuff, and you hear the final countdown hit, and you go, ah, everything's okay again. Yeah. It's awesome, yeah. And just seeing him come out and put on that performance that we know Daniels can give was awesome. Well, I was chatting with SP3, because he was there for this, when we were doing the uh, the Thunderdome edition of Survival Series, and he was like, I thought it was going to be a riot in Chicago because they'd fired Punk and mm. it was like I thought it was going to be a riot but then like Final Countdown played and it was like I don't you know what that's the who in at number nine with 13 points across five nominations no top level but it's FTR versus Bullet Club Gold mm. from AEW Collision the two out of three falls match that's that's fair. Yeah. I, it is one of the best two out of three falls matches I've ever seen. And that is stiff competition. Because then you got stuff like, you know, DIY Revival and all that stuff, yeah. which is amazing. And oh, this, that team like, was in this match. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> which like, and like that, that caliber really carried over to, to Collision as well. Because this was stellar from both of them. I think Collision has done wonders for Bullet Club Gold. Agreed. Absolutely. And like this match is one of those ones. Like that and the the draw that they had with FCR or those matches mm. that are like, oh yeah, oh, Jay White is great. Sorry, mm-hmm. sorry, what was I thinking? Yes, of course Jay White's really good. Mm-hmm. This was an interesting one because there were not a ton of unbelievable tag team matches this year. Mm. Obviously, there are some reasons for that. We lost the Briscoes as a team this year. RIP to Jay. But this was one of only two tag team matches this year to get five stars, for example. So I don't know if that plays anything into how much more special this match felt, where it really serviced the people that love tag team wrestling. And everybody knows when you get an FTR or Revival two out of three falls match, you're going to see a a damn good match here. So this was promoted ahead of time. Everyone knew this was going to be great. And then they went 58 minutes and tore the house down. This was only the fifth episode of Collision. 
So you're only like a month into the run of this show, and it put a stamp as the best match on Collision to that point. Absolutely. It stands out in your mind a little bit more because of a lot of those things. Love, love, loved the power and glory spots where you had the superplex, Cash goes to do the dive, but Jay gets the knees up. At the same time, Juice is doing the dive onto Dax, who's done the suplex. It's so well-timed and perfectly executed. Mm -hmm. Loved that match. Uh, in at number eight, with 14 points, only beating FTR and Bullet Club Gold by one across seven nominations from WrestleMania 39, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. Yeah, I love that match. Uh, I think that people were very right to, to be like, this match is worthy of being a main event. Uh, and there was the whole controversy around should, should they main event? Should it be, you know, Usos and all that stuff? Yeah. And they went out there and they were like, yeah, this is why we should be the main event because we're awesome. Yeah. And this match was great. Had a bit of like a, a chip on its shoulder feel Absolutely. of, okay, so we've not been given the main event slot. Let's mm -hmm. go out there and prove them. Should. Kind of actually Punk and Taker when like, you know, Punk went out there with a chip on his shoulder being like, I should be in the main event mm -hmm. of this WrestleMania. And... I mean, one of, and when I say that as well, it wasn't like it wasn't shown on their faces when one walked down the ring being like, I'm pissed off. They were like, I'm going to show you why. Yeah. I'm going to mm -hmm. show you why we should be the main event. Yeah. And gosh darn, did they tear the house down. It's the best of Charlotte. Yeah. So sometimes she's she's not a fantastic TV wrestler, but when she's a, on a big stage on pay-per-view, she really pulls it out of the back. Wrestle, WrestleMania Charlotte is a very different wrestler yeah. and person to SmackDown TV Charlotte. Yeah. Like, it's just like the big stages on the lights are on. She's like, oh, cool. Yeah, it turns out I'm really great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this was, again, a difficult match heading into WrestleMania because you had the whole debate over what should main event. And going in on paper, it might have been a main event match. But in the storyline leading up to it, it wasn't. No. And that's why I was so heavily backing the Usos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens as the main event. And it's one of those things where... I'm not going to say they were wrong for any decision that they made because I think we might hear about Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus the Usos later on on this list. No no spoilers, no mm -hmm. guarantees. That's just an estimate. But this was one of the matches that made this WrestleMania feel like an all-timer. This was your unbelievable years-long story between these two women, even if they didn't want to tell that story in the build-up to this WrestleMania. Yeah. Everybody watching knew what happened three years earlier. Everybody knew what Rhea Ripley had been through. And again, it's Charlotte on the biggest stage. So there were a lot of elements to make this an, an unbelievable match, even if it wasn't an unbelievable storyline going into it. And I don't know if there's been a better women's match in North America this year. Like, you can make your arguments here and there for, like, whether you preferred this or Willow and Athena in, in Ring of Honor or something like that. I but, even loved Asker and Belair the, the following mm -hmm. night. Yeah, there are loads of really good ones. But if somebody said this was the best one, I would not argue with them whatsoever. Nope. Yeah, it was a great, great match. Uh, in at number seven, 28 points with eight nominations. Oh, actually, that's I've made a slight error here. In fact, retake. Mm-hmm. It's joint sixth. Wow. Because they've both scored 28 points. I've seen Rizzo actually made a slight error there. Uh, but this one got 12 nominations to get its 28 points. It's Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus the Usos from WrestleMania. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking there. I was like, oh, we get to talk about that in a second. I was like, actually, no, we get to talk about it right now. So yeah, 28 mm -hmm. points across 12 nominations. I mean... This match was rad. Uh, I mean, a, a great combination of that, the the best part of the Bloodline saga, the Sami Zayn arc, if you will, 
culminating that whole story of Sami Zayn being kicked out of the bloodline at the Rumble, having the match with Roman at Elimination Chamber, then teaming up with KO again and that feel-good moment of them reuniting, then going to WrestleMania and having a great match against the Usos with the whole dynamic with Jay and everything was so, so good. Um, and it came out the back and it culminated a damn near perfect night one of WrestleMania. Yep. Came right at the end of it and everyone goes, I really hope this lives up to expectations. And it did. And it, it was it was worthy of the main event and it delivered. This match was awesome. In the lead up to WrestleMania, there was so much discourse, not only about like what should be the main event, should it be Rhea and, and uh, Charlotte or should it be this? But it was also discourse around like, doesn't this feel like a step down for Sami Zayn because he's going for the tag titles that no one cares about? And I was there on podcast being like, no, if anything, we should be trying to elevate these tag titles so they do mean something. And this story is the best story in WWE right now. This has got the most emotion about it. This should be the main event. And I would argue, for the vast majority of the year, the tag titles have meant so much more than they ever have recently, mm-hmm. with Zayn and KO at the helm holding those belts. I think it genuinely, it's really elevated those belts to, to highs we haven't seen in years. Yeah. It was the first time we've ever seen the tag titles defended in the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah. That alone is now something that they can say when they're building up future tag title matches. And maybe you get another one that is on a similar level in a year or two's time or whatever. And it can point to this as being this big monumental thing. But I just need to put over how there was one finish that would have been acceptable for this match. And they did it. Mm -hmm. That's the one. And people might like to say that, oh, that's predictable, whatever. I don't care. Sami Zayn pinning Jey Uso is the only way that this match could have ended. And they pulled it off, and it's a perfect match because of it. Yeah. Yep. It's exa- I absolutely agreed. It has got so much emotion in there. And, like, we, we were talking about this on, on, on another show, but, like, the idea of night one and night two feeling like a whole because it's both main evented by the bloodline, is the first year I would say that WrestleMania has not felt like night one and night two, and it's just felt like WrestleMania mm-hmm. as a whole. I think the the carrying through on that worked so, so well going into night two. Mm-hmm. Which means in joint sixth place, and this is only above Owens and Zayn versus the Usos, because it got three top-level nominations from eight overall. Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay from Forbidden Door. So it's yep. Ospreay Omega 2. Mm-hmm. Got the, the, the Forbidden Door one here. Yeah. And there had been so much discussion about whether this was better than the first one they had at Wrestle Kingdom. For me, and I think I had this, this reflected in my voting as well, I went for the Wrestle Kingdom one because there was a lot of chat about the interference spots with Callus. Like, I think in ring, some of the stuff they were doing in this match was better than what they did at Wrestle Kingdom. But the Don Callus stuff did overshadow some of it i think it's left a real bad taste in a lot of people's mouths that's it yeah i would that's that's a great way to put it yeah Mm -hmm. it's just like because you can't talk about the match without talking about the callous stuff Mm -hmm. and some of it just not quite adding up but you can't deny that the match itself was awesome like outside of that features one of the gnarliest like neck pumps that people are likely to see Mm -hmm. in professional wrestling i this match is spectacular yeah. It, it sucks that Kenny's not had a better year, like a, a better year outside. Because like I, outside of they made this match and the the first one, the MJF match, it's cash to maybe. Like I haven't had enough of this Kenny Omega this mm-hmm. year. Yeah. It's been very spaced out. Yeah, you know, and that's been a little bit disappointing considering for a while at the start of the year it looked like Kenny Omega was going to be like the protagonist of AEW this year that everyone's kind of been waiting for him to be just like be the top baby face that everybody wants him to be but maybe we'll get that in the future as for this match though like 
I think if the Don Callis thing doesn't happen, I think it's number one on this list. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because you look at the reactions that the first match gets in Japan versus how this match is received. And they're very different crowds. The way that Japanese fans and North American fans react to matches and how matches are then laid out because of that are going to be very, very different. But the unbelievable reactions that this match gets when Kenny kicks out of the one-winged angel at one and gets his foot on the rope after the Stormbreaker, I think those were... like I watched this match like the day after at 1.30 in the morning with a sleeping partner next to me, and I was going, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! Trying to be as muted as possible, and I still curse WWE every single day for booking Money in the Bank the week after this here in London so that I couldn't take my summer vacation home a week earlier to see this match. I love this match. Yep. If they didn't dick around with Don Callis and make the referee look like an idiot... It would have been even higher, yeah. but I love this match with all my heart. I also love Will dicking around with the Canada flag and stuff like that. He yeah. played a perfect dickhead heel in Doing this match Shawn as well. Michael stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was absolutely spot. I mean, you guys have covered everything, but this match was phenomenal. The fact that it has quite a big negative mark against it, and we're still talking about it, it's like, well, it's one of the best matches of the year. Yeah. It just shows you how incredible the rest of the match was. I mean, three top-level nominations right? across the eight yeah. that, yeah. that voted for it were just like, no, 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 this is the best match yeah. of the year. I can push aside the Don Callis. Because mm-hmm. in ring, this is the best match of the year. Yeah, um, we watched it. We watched it together for the second time mm-hmm. with um, with Ollie. Yep, and that was the first time he'd seen it. And more yep. or less, I was like, I was watching the match, but really half my I was just watching Ollie's reactions yeah. to mm-hmm. it. Um, in at number five, this was also in quite a lot of contention, but sort of, I, I it just did not get enough. I would say it did not get enough top level. And that's mm-hmm. what's pushed it down. But with thirty two points, ten nominations, only one of which was top level. Brian Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. Mm. from Wrestle Dream. Yeah, that's valid. See, as soon as they say Brian Danielson, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I don't need the other half of it. Like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Brian Danielson match being this high. Yeah, I guess that adds up. Uh, but yeah. this match was awesome, though. It was uh, so good. At Wrestle Dream. It was absolutely rad because this was around the time when we were doing, uh, when we uh, relaunched TLC. And we were like, and we were doing best AEW pay per view matches. And we were like, oh, but Wrestle Dreams just happened. I already did my pick. Well, I need to put Danielson and Zach on here because it was that good. We needed to get that on that list because this match was incredible. It's the best technical wrestling match that I've personally ever seen. Yep. And it's like of the highest caliber that you could possibly expect. It is the match that you expect. If you say Brian Danielson versus Zach Sabre Jr., and they go, okay, I kind of got a picture of what the match is going to look like in my head. It's this. It is the exact match you think it is. And it is perfect. Yeah. This is, so good. This lives up to the name Wrestle Dream. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like this is a this is a dream match. We were supposed to get it for Bidden Door last year, but Danielson's injury kept him off of that. So we got it here. Mm-hmm. And it just like they went out there with a point to prove. And like oh man it's so good mm-hmm. loved this match like when we get like we i did the review for this and i just couldn't stop talking about it so i was just like and then it was this bit and then there's this bit i just loved this match mm-hmm. so so much i mean a zach guy for most of my professional wrestling enjoyment's <laughs> life zach saber jr has been one of my guys so to see him being put on this level in the ring with that caliber of talent in brian danielson arguably I mean, it's it's such a stacked field. Best wrestler on the planet, best mm-hmm. wrestler of all time. I couldn't have been happier. Yep. And he was awesome in there. And they left to that just enough that they can do it again. Mm-hmm. Particularly as well, because they didn't win with a technical mm-hmm. hold. Mm-hmm. 
and, and that's uh, Nigel McGuinness's big point is like he had to cheat. He had to resort to a wrestling move. That that crook, Brian Danielson. What a great finish. That is exactly what I was going to bring up because to me, uh, the mark of a great wrestling match like this is if you're going to do it again, how do you leave the crowd wanting more? And, you know, we've seen this time and time again with matches that have either been set up for other matches and and such. But this was everything that you could have expected with a finish that made you want the, to see them do it again. Yep. That left them open to be able to have another match with a realistic stake involved. Because I don't know if the next one's going to end up being a submission match or something like that. But you could definitely go that way. And it would make sense given the kind of match that they had here while still delivering a really satisfying match and satisfying finish. I'm interested in, I don't know if I'll go and look back at all the, the different individual uh, lists that were submitted here from our, our lovely voters, but this is a match that I think could potentially have gotten more first place nominations if there wasn't another great Brian Danielson match that wasn't maybe splitting that vote. Yep. There's a lot of kind of cases here on the voting of something like this where does Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay at Forbidden Door get more votes if there wasn't another Kenny Omega, Will Ospreay that's going to take the first place vote or a second place vote or a third place vote away from that, leaving a lower vote for something like that. Same thing with here in another Danielson match or a WWE match that's splitting votes. It's very interesting to see how people would vote for matches mm -hmm. like this. Because I would say in most years, this match would be like right up there with the top. I would but agree. it had stiff competition. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of looking at like the breakdown of the votes, most of it are like it's, there's a four, a three, a four, a three, a three, a five, a four, and a three, and then a couple of ones in there. Down the mm -hmm. bottom, be like, I mean, I have to put this on the list. Yeah. Yeah. But actually, the one that beats it, the one that has got four, has got way more one point votes because that was like a. I mean, this has to go on the list as well because mm -hmm. it's hard to just pick out the five, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it was really hard to pick out the five. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. 
That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And speaking of, number four, 44 points. 15 nominations, so around about just like just under half of the people uh, that have voted on this vote for this. 15 nominations, four of which were top level, 44 points. Gunther versus Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre from WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's easily the best match of night two. Yeah. <laughs> and, and actually, the best match of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's up there. It's mine. It's re- yeah, I think it's mine too. Yeah. It's real good. I mean, obviously, it stands out quite easily on night two because night two was not as good as night one. But hot dog. This match is rad. I get so much story going there because you've got Gunther still looking to break the record. You've got Sheamus trying to win that belt that he's never won. And Drew McIntyre almost stealing that spotlight mm-hmm. away from his friend Sheamus. And they tie all of that together so, so beautifully by hitting each other as hard as they possibly can. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, I, I love, for me, the thing that really sold me on this match was actually something they didn't do on TV. It was a promo that they put up on socials like the day before or something where it was just Drew and Sheamus like in the gym and they were just really candidly just talking and Sheamus being like, look, I've known you for years, but this is why are you doing this is my thing i need to do it why are you taking this away from me and it was a really like candid like conversation between them and i was like damn this has really sold me on this match even more than i was before because you had the hype of the gunther sheamus match from clash of the castle leading into this and people go and we're adding drew mcintyre this time and everyone goes okay all right then and th- those three combined just beat the piss out of each other and that little moment where drew cost sheamus the match when sheamus had it won is beautiful it's so so good and again just playing off like my own hype going into the match of the story that they didn't quite tell on tv effectively but uh total socials and that was so good gunther still retaining to continue his streak amazing loved it this was awesome yeah i mean you guys have said a lot of it but it was like oh did you like that gunther versus sheamus match from clash (laughs) of the castle would you like it again at wrestlemania and also another guy involved who's also gonna beat the piss out of the other two And then, not only is it just another mountain of man meat, it's also a guy with a really personal connection to one of the other guys. So it was like everything that was great about the Clash of the Castle match with a little bit more personal intrigue being added to the mix around WrestleMania. And it didn't matter how much Titus O'Neil tried on commentary, nothing could take away from this match. That's true. I 
keep forgetting he is on commentary for this match. And also Hard Lemonade or whatever it was. Mike's oh, Hard Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard lemonade. Yeah. That's right. Was yeah. also a sponsor for this, match. for this match. That yeah. is how good this match is. Yeah. I've actually forgotten those two things. That's two bad uh, Titus commentary moments we've had this year was this. And of course, the Titus, you were in Vikings Rules match. <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> All right, then. Okay, cool. No worries. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> At number three, so this is interesting for me. That's why I love this this format here. Mm-hmm. So Gunther versus Sheamus versus Drew got 15 nominations with four top level. Mm-hmm. This got 16 with three top level, Ooh. but scored 53 points. Wow. So it scored nearly 10 points more than Gunther, Sheamus, and Drew. And it's MJF Brian Danielson from Revolution in at number three. Yeah. It's the greatest Iron Man match I've ever seen. That, yep, this match yep. is unreal. So good. The thing that stays with me from this match of course i mean a brian danielson doing the yes uh, apart from it we were like whoa like <laughs> I, just, I didn't ever think he did we'd see that again it's when the hour is up mm-hmm. and brian danielson is doing star jumps literally almost saying i can do this all day mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. while mjf is on the ground being fed oxygen because he can't get up yeah what a story this match tells. Perfect. See, my example of that is very similar, but it's when they're both in the ring and it's around that they may have just started the overtime and MJF, they're both like doubled over a little bit and MJF is crying. Mm-hmm. He's weeping because he just like, he's spent, he's got nothing left. Meanwhile, Brian Danielson just smiling. Yeah, smiling. He is in his element and MJF is in hell. Yeah. And it was just such pure visual storytelling of these two guys and their relationship with this kind of wrestling match. Oh, that with the finish and everything. Like mm-hmm. I can talk about this match for as long as it went on, which is over an hour. It is one of the best wrestling matches of this year, as all of these are, but it is the best Iron Man match I've ever seen. I credit to this match as well, on top of a lot of things that this match deserves credit for. I went into this year thinking, oh, MJF's going to be champ all year long because they're going to do the the bidding war of 2024. Mm -hmm. He's going to be champ all year long. I genuinely thought Danielson was winning the belt. Absolutely. I bought into so many times that Danielson is going to win the belt two months into this Mm -hmm. MJF supposed year-long title run. Maybe three months at that point. But I was like... I think he's going to win. I really think Brian Danielson is going to win the belt here. Yeah. I mean, this match was phenomenal. You guys have covered a lot of it, but there's like seven more examples I could give of like the, uh, like that visual storytelling example. Like these guys are both phenomenal, particularly like facial reaction sellers. These two are like some of the best in the world. And just having them combined just showcase their own little story through this match. Like, because me, like, it's not just about the story leading up to a match and then you have some wrestling. It's about the story through the match as well. And this told such a wonderful story through the match, all the way through, all the peaks and troughs that you'd expect from a, a phenomenal story. And then you get to the end, you have the overtime, you get to the finish at the end, and it is, it's phenomenal stuff. World-class storytelling. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the finish? Well, that's it, right? Because you you say that where this is a match that tells a story throughout, and we're not really here to talk about what happens after a match or mm-hmm. what it leads to afterwards or anything like that. But when you look at this match, the story that was told being set up to it, the story of the match, and then leading to the finish where everything looks like Danielson is probably going to pull this off, and he gets hit with the oxygen tank and gets 
put in his own hold. No one thinks that's going to be the finish. Like, he's going to power out, and then he's going to get hit with something, and maybe the Heat Seeker or something. Dynamite ring. The dynamite ring. But he taps out to his own hold. And then the little promo they did on socials after the match is one of the best aspects of it where Danielson just explains why he had to tap out, that he was in this hold and he could feel his arm just going limp. He could feel himself losing feeling. And all of a sudden, he thought about what MJF said to him about how he's not going to be able to hold his daughter and he cares about wrestling more than his family. And he's like, I have to quit. Mm -hmm. I have to give up because this doesn't mean as much to me. It's brilliant. Yeah. What more can be said? It's magic, right? Yeah, that's absolute wrestling magic. Like, I like to say that wrestling is the, at its peak, it's the most impressive form of of physical storytelling that you can do in, like, theatrics and everything. This match is a perfect example of it. In at number two, with 59 points, so we have had 44 for Gunther Sheamus and Drew, 53 for MJF Danielson, 59 points for our number two spot, 16 nominations, four of which were top level, Hangman Page versus Swerve Strickland from Full <laughs> Gear. I'm so happy this is this high. I mean, he drank his blood. <laughs> I mean, he did. <laughs> okay. I When I watched this match first time around, I was like, this match is... Because I didn't review this show. Like, I just watched this the day after, and I was like, this match is gnarly. Like, this match is brutal. Mm-hmm. And I got two versions of enjoyment from this. One watching it my own, and then my second one was sat next to Tempest while he watched it with headphones on, <laughs> knowing what spots were coming yeah. next. And if he yet did a big reaction, I'd look over and be like, Ooh, there's, a, there's another one coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> I think this match to me is really quite personal, because I think, as everyone who's a fan of wrestling for a long time knows, you go kind of through peaks and troughs of like enjoyment in wrestling, or you're a, bit, a little bit burnt out on it, or like someone's just not really clicking with you or whatever. And I've had some good moments this year of stuff that I enjoyed, but at that point, going into full gear because we had like multiple pay-per-views in a row through that month yeah. of like the crown jewel into full gear into survivor series I was like this is a lot of wrestling like works a bit much right now you know it's, it's a lot happening i watched that swerve match and i'm like god i love wrestling yeah and it is the match that like just sold me on wrestling again and i fell back in love with wrestling again because of this match specifically it's so perfect and i don't even like deathmatch wrestling that much i was gonna say yeah but as I mentioned on the on the Full Gear Review podcast, they earned it. They earned it with the story of being like, no, I'm just going to murder you. And they had the Texas Deathmatch rules, which means like, you're not going to go for a pin. So it, it like cancels out that part of the whole story. These are two people who just wanted to hurt each other. And it made sense because of all the heat going into it. They justified the story and told their own story through the match and made Swerve look like the coolest guy in the world, which he is coming out of this and just made him like a main event guy. Uh, following on from Wrestle Dream as well, where he already looked like a main event guy. This just, you know, put put the the finishing touches on it. That was it, it was going, perfect. Mm-hmm. Going into this was like, I mean, yeah, Hangman's got to win, right? Because he's defending his child's uh-huh. honor after this man broke into his home. Yeah, but also, well, we did a really good job of putting Swerve over at Wrestle Dream. Do we want to just beat him in the rematch? Mm-hmm. And they were like, no, no, we're going to beat Hangman Page and we're going to put Swerve over a second time. It's perfect, perfect. I have so many thoughts mm-hmm. about this match. This match was beautiful. It was a beautiful display of wrestling violence. And I, again, I'm not the biggest deathmatch guy by any means, but 
I like variety in my wrestling. If you show me something that's great, the highest level that I've ever seen a death match be at, I'll get down. And there are different angles I could take with this. But I think AEW has done a phenomenal job with getting Swerve Strickland to feel like he's in the mix with the top-level guys in the company. And I've been banging that drum for years. I was talking about it in Hit Row. This is your next guy. I think Swerve Strickland should be the next AEW World Champion. And I think they really cemented that with this match. Because Hangman Page is a babyface who can lose. Mm Mm-hmm. It services his character to lose matches like this sometimes. I don't think you should be beating him all year, and I would have maybe liked to have seen him do a little bit more in the interim between the John Moxley match and the start of this feud. But I still think the main event of Full Gear next year is going to be Swerve defending the world title against Hangman Page. And maybe he wins the title then. Yeah. And that's the big match because you could go 50-50 on it. You could have Swerve win the fi- the first match at Russell Dream. You could have Hangman win this rematch. But it's going to mean so much more when Hangman finally beats Swerve. Mm-hmm. And I think yep. they will separate for a while after this and then come back together. And it'll mean that much more. This match was beautiful. He drank his blood. <laughs> oh. Craziest thing I've ever seen. I mean, for me, the gnarliest spot is the chair shots with the barbed wire that loops mm-hmm. round oh. and just catches him on the face and in his hair. And you can literally see him and go, ah! It's beautiful. Ooh. Also, I think everybody in the crowd realized that I, like, okay, we all want Swerve to be the next champion. And you can pinpoint the moment it's when he started stapling himself. Yeah. And everyone just goes, oh, that's the guy. Mm-hmm. That's the guy right there. Yeah, like these matches are meant to be big blow-off hardcore, I hate you, I want you to die type matches, but they are also supposed to make the people involved look badass. And they nailed that in this match better than I've maybe ever seen. Which means, at number one... I wonder what it could be. Well, I mean, you you, you know, we are sort of straight about chins, what could it be? Mm. This beat Hangman Page versus Swerve Strickland by two points. Wow. Yeah. By two points. But here's the wild thing about this. So 61 points, 14 nominations, 10 of which were top level. That's valid. 10 people out of the 14 that voted for this had this as their match of the year. Mm-hmm. It's Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay from Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. New Japan supremacy. <laughs> <laughs> On January 4th of 2023, after this match finished, I said to Ollie and Laurie, I was like, Nothing's beating that. <laughs> Absolutely nothing this year has beaten that. Yeah. That will be voted match of the year mm-hmm. when we get to our end of year awards. And here we are. And here we are. And it's had some stiff competition. It sure has. Because as I said, like that top four there, they were vying for that one position. This only won by two points. Mm. Yep. And it's like it is really all of those top level nominations that came in for it. But hot dog, mm-hmm. this match. I mean, it's not just the dropping on the head things on the turnbuckle, which and is stuff. one of the craziest spots oh I've seen all year. God, it's wild. I was so excited for this match. It's Kenny going back to New Japan. Mm-hmm. It's my boy Will. This is the match I wanted to see out of them. Because when they did like the trio stuff in AEW in 2022, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is cool. I'm, I'm getting to see Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay. And while it was great, I'm like, I'm sure they could do better. And then they announced a singles match. I'm like, aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> Here it is. Well, <laughs> this is where they'll do it better. And, and they did. And mm-hmm. this match is just... 
it's it's I, I've been saying throughout the year. It's my favorite match of the year, mm-hmm. and I, 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 I complete transparency. This was my number five. I was I'm one of those top ten. I'm one of those ten that gave him my top level nomination. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite match of the year. Yeah, absolutely loved it, and nothing has bettered it. That's the thing. Like, uh, it pains me a little bit that New Japan has kind of fallen off in years. You know, since the pandemic and and things, because. I, I think the Wrestle Kingdom match should probably be my number one most years. And sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. This is a year where it was. This mm-hmm. was my number one choice. There is nothing more perfect to me than Kenny Omega in a New Japan ring. Because he's great, and he's amazing in AEW. And he's amazing no matter where he would go. I've seen him wrestle on an indie in nor- Northeast Wrestling and have a five-star match. He's great everywhere, but there's just something about it. It is the perfect fit of Kenny Omega at Wrestle Kingdom. And you had an amazing entrance to lead to it with Sephiroth's theme. Mm -hmm. Comes out and he turns around and says, I'm back. Goes down and just has the best match of the year. And it's a match to me that I find very easy to compare to something like the first Omega Okada match where I go and I've watched it like a few times now. Like, I think I watched it twice the week it happened, once about halfway through the year to refresh myself and then once recently. And I know it's a long match. It doesn't feel like it. I can go in and not even the first time where I was like, this match will probably go a while and then I lose myself in it. I can know every move that's going to happen. I can know how long it's going to be. I can know who's going to win. Doesn't matter. I will be mesmerized by this match every time I see it because it's just excellent. I'm not even mad that New Japan took down our video. (laughs) 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 And gave us a content strike uh, on this. Um, I'm not even mad at them because they gave me this match. So I'm like, that's you, fair. Yeah, you, you've earned this one, Bushi yeah. Road, I guess. <laughs> I mean, you guys covered everything. This match is spectacular in art and everything incredible about it. I will say, I was one of the people that voted it, but didn't put it at number one, purely because Hangman and Swerve for me. I had it as my number two, because Hangman and Swerve to me just has that, it has that something in here that I just can't, you know, it's the, the intangible asset, if you will, of that match that made me just fall in love with wrestling again. But this match is just pure wrestling art from start to finish including all the entrances and everything going into it it's a perfect it's a perfect match it is a perfect wrestling match that's it the wild thing about the top 10 this year when i compare it to our top 10 wrestlers um that we, we posted a couple of days ago or maybe yesterday i can't remember the order that we we're posting these videos in we're recording them in advance but the difference uh, we've had from those is that there's like you know 10 through 8 10 through 7 10 through 6 maybe is just like these are all varying degrees of they've more or less got the same points and then there's everyone else that just gets like 20 mm-hmm. points more than everyone else everything on this list is so close to each other mm-hmm. you know 61 points there but you look down he's like oh, that's only a couple of top nominations away from overtaking it yeah. that's only a couple of top nominations from leapfrogging up two places two points separating number one and number two and then really, it's not that much separating two and three, not that mm-hmm. much separating three and four. This has been a big year for professional wrestling. This was my number one, but my two through five, I'm just like, I could realistically have these in any order. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I really struggled this year. I think 2023 has been a crazy year for wrestling in terms of like news stories and, you know, Vince McMahon and CM Punk and all that stuff. But when you just look at in-ring wrestling, 2023, 2023 has been 
an incredible year from start to finish across all promotions, all parts of the world, all wrestlers. Incredible. It's been such a good year. The other wild thing for me is I look at that top five and four or three of them are AEW matches. And then the top one features AEW guys now because mm-hmm. Will Ospreay mm-hmm. signed. There's yeah. only one WWE match in the, the top five. And it's mm-hmm. not just our votes. This is like across the board, like a lot of the wrestling world as you know, voting on these. And yet you'd still argue they're the colder products because like yeah. WWE are like the hot ticket right mm. now. And AEW can't sort of rub two tickets together to get people to go into their shows. You've got to wonder now if whether or not this consistent run of like banging matches that they've been having across the year is what's going to get people back into the buildings to see what they're going to do next in 2024 and beyond. Yeah. It's going to be very interesting because I think there are some matches on here from WWE that in a maybe less strong year, like if you didn't have a match of the all-time contender from New Japan on January 4th, I think Gunther Sheamus and McIntyre would top out this list a lot of years because you get a five-star match at WrestleMania involving these guys. That's going to get you extra votes just because no matter what promotion is hot or not, nothing beats a classic match at WrestleMania. And I'm not saying that I know what's going to happen next year, but I would be very surprised if we didn't also get some classic matches at WrestleMania. And who knows what happens, because I don't know if we're going to get this kind of caliber of match at Wrestle Kingdom this year. And who knows what happens in AEW, but things might look very, very different come a year's time. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I just put out Cody versus Roman. Mm-hmm. Um it came 17th in the end. It only scored yeah. five points. Yeah. Different finish. Would be number one. Might have been number a completely one. different story. I, I, I've said it multiple times it, during the live stream and since. That was on course to be my favorite match of all time until the finish. Yeah. Yep. That, that would have been right up there, man. Could have been a very, very different story. And yeah. actually, to your point you were making, last year's number one was Gunther versus Sheamus. Yeah. Mm. So there is every chance, like in a in a less stacked year, yep. there's there's no Swerve Hangman, mm-hmm. there's no Kenny Omega going to New Japan. It could have been number one. Yeah. Easily yeah. so. Absolutely. God, God what a year. What, what a, year. a good problem to have. <laughs> yeah, right? There's too much good Darn wrestling. There being too much good wrestling. Crazy. But that is going to do it for this episode. Thank you all so much for watching. And thank you all uh, to those who have voted as well. Let us know in the comments down below what you think. What were your favorite matches of the year? We'll have more lists like this. We're going to be counting down best pay-per-views, worst matches, worst pay-per-views. Go check out our best wrestlers as well. And we'll see you very, very soon. I've been Luke Owen, D-A-D. That has been Tempest. That has been P. Pete, jam that jam. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.